You're listening to the DNB Supply Show podcast, your number one resource for living the country lifestyle. This is your host, Matt Breckwald, coming to you from my place in the country to yours. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome back to the D&B Supply Show. Hey, this is your host, Matt Breckwald, and we are thrilled to have you back with us today. And we are absolutely thrilled about this episode and our next episode and being new sponsors of the Braun Brothers Reunion that takes place on August 9th, 10th, and 11th up in Chalice, Idaho. Now, if you are not familiar with the Braun Brothers Reunion, well, let's get you familiar with that. An absolutely fantastic three days of great music in the most picturesque setting that you're going to find in the West, up there in Chalice, Idaho. And in today's episode, I get to interview Cody Braun, who is one of the two founding members of Reckless Kelly, and obviously one of the Braun Brothers and the hosts of the Braun Brothers reunion coming up here in just a couple weeks. And uh, it is going to be a great time. It's going to be a lot of great music. And if you have never heard of this band, of this reunion, of this festival, man, let's get you tuned in because you are you have a lot of great music and a lot of great times to discover. So today we're going to be talking with Cody all about the reunion, all about growing up up a canyon between Chalice and Stanley, Idaho with no electricity, no running water in the winter, and a very, very musical family and how that got them on the road to making music for the rest of their lives, touring around the country, and ultimately writing songs and singing songs about Idaho, but doing it all down in Austin, Texas, except for the times they get to get back up here to the gym state. So we'll have that coming up for you here in just a moment. Cody, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for coming on today. Thanks a lot for having me. Hey, you bet. Uh, looking forward to the conversation. Uh, where am I catching you at today? Where do, where do you find yourself in uh, our great country? We are in uh, steaming hot Austin, Texas today. <laughs> I thought it'd be hot down there, and you guys are just getting ready to head out on a pretty big road trip, huh? We are. We're heading west, uh, leaving tonight, and uh, heading that way. We're going to do a whole run through Arizona, California, Oregon, Washington, and then uh, up to Idaho for the BBR. Awesome. So on all the way up here, that big road trip leads you here for the Braun Brothers reunion. Yeah, we can't wait. Well, I'm thrilled to be able to talk to you all about it. And, you know, I don't know if there's anybody in Idaho left to uh, to introduce this to. Everybody knows about it. But if there is, we'll try and do it here on this episode. <laughs> awesome. Well, Cody, tell us about you. So what's your part in all of this? What do you do in, in the band and, and all of that? Well, um, my brother Willie and I started the band 22 years ago in uh, Bend, Oregon. Uh, we had played with our dad and our brothers for about nine years in Idaho and a family band, and that was called Muzzy Brown and the Boys. And we did that for nine years and toured around mostly the Northwest and did some uh, national stuff, did the Johnny Carson show a couple times and Grand Old Opry and a lot of fun stuff, mm-hmm. um, a lot of fairs and rodeos and kid-type shows, and um, anyway, just kind of got our handle on the business and playing music at a really young age, and then uh, when that kind of came to an end, Willie and I uh, moved to Bend, Oregon, and, and started the band in 96, uh, and met Jay, our drummer, who's still with the band as well back then, and so we, we spent about nine months in Bend, and then we moved to Austin, Texas, and we've been here ever since. And I play fiddle, fiddle and mandolin in the band, and uh, just kind of wear a lot of hats outside of playing music that's for sure <laughs> that's sure yeah it's a business in addition to an art form right absolutely 
All right. And when we're talking about the band, uh, we're talking about Reckless Kelly, of course. Yeah. Yeah, awesome. Okay. Well, you know, you, you brought up Muzzy, and I've got to tell you, we went on a pilgrimage to see you guys. You played at the Morrison Center in Boise a few years ago, and then uh, we went on a pilgrimage downtown to find you guys and, and to uh, get a photograph with Muzzy for my father-in-law, who grew up down in Hagerman, Idaho, and has been watching you guys probably ever since you began. And uh, so it was, oh, really? yeah, it was great to meet your dad and get a photograph and, and to do all that. How's he doing? He's doing great. He actually played, I think, more shows this year than he's played in several years. He went out and wrangled up a bunch of shows and was playing over Idaho this summer. So he had a really busy year. Well, I'll tell you what. You kind of you gave us a little bit of the history of the of the Braun family, but uh, this all started where in Idaho? Uh, we grew up in uh, in between Stanley and Chalice, Idaho, up a canyon, and uh, yeah, we we grew up there and. I uh, lived there until I was 17, I guess. And so as of today, as as all the brothers have gone out and they're still making music, how many different music groups, bands, all of that are represented by, by your family members? Well, um, the whole, I mean, the family, I'll, I'll start at the beginning. My, my grandfather played music in and around Twin Falls, Idaho, and raised his family playing music. And then my uncles uh, and my dad, formed a band when they were in high school and played together, you know, through high school. And then him and my dad and his brother, Gary started a band called and called it the Braun brothers. And they, they toured all over Idaho for years, probably close to, you know, over 20 years. And uncle Billy also played around Idaho, but doing a solo. And so they, they, you know, raised families playing music. And then once we were old enough to start playing music, we started playing with my dad and, and his brother, Gary and, and so then the band just pretty much turned into Muzzy and, and the four boys, my uh, three brothers and I. And so we did that for nine years. And then when that came to an end, Willie and I moved to Austin and, uh, you know, basically started Reckless Kelly. And then Mickey and Gary were still in high school at the time. So they, they finished up high school and then moved to Arizona. And Mickey kind of started Mickey in the motor cars and Gary joined up a year after that and people always ask us kind of <laughs> why aren't you guys all in the same band and you know it was basically because they were too young to move away and by the time we were all old enough to to play together we both had two different bands going so uh that's just kind of how it all worked and then my uncle still play around idaho my dad still plays around idaho and uh the reunion is just a chance for all of us to get back together and and play together and hang out and you know we bring all our bunch of friends from texas and other spots that we've met over the years and, and just have a great big party and, and a lot of fun. Now, what led you down to Austin? I, I know you went to Oregon first and then down to Austin. What what took you there? Oh, the music. Austin and Texas in general has always been known for, you know, really top quality music and lots of it. Um, Austin at the time was, you know, just kind of starting to, to boom. And uh, we just, we were big fans of Texas music. We were big fans of Robert Earl Keane and, uh, you know, Guy Clark and Steve Earle and a bunch of people like that, Billy Joe Shaver and, um, you know, folks that we kind of grew up listening to. And Austin was a town with, you know, 300 live music venues and uh-huh. college scene. And, you know, just, it seemed like a really fun and uh, a good place for us to go and, and really kind of get our chops down, which is kind of, we were planning on spending three years here and just kind of <laughs> playing as much as we possibly could. And, and we did. And 
liked it so much we stayed. So well, I'll tell you what, let's take a quick break. And when we come back, Cody, uh, I want to ask you all about the Braun Brothers reunion and, and what people can expect. Okay. Sounds good. You wear jeans, but you live in Levi's. At DMB Supply, we've got a pair to fit you just right. Iconic and hardworking. Levi's are legendary. Worn by cowboys, rock stars, and everyday people, we carry different washes, styles, and sizes for both men and women. These jeans are ready for anything your day brings, from working outside to a night on the town. The denim legacy lives on every time you put them on. So pick up some Levi's at DMB. DMB's got just the feed for every horse at every life stage. Purina Strategy. Whether your horses are growing, breeding, showing, or performing, Purina Strategy delivers the right density of protein, energy, and fat with less starch for more endurance and overall stamina. It's true. The standard in horse feed just got better. Our Purina Strategy horse feed now includes Outlast Supplement to support the gastric health of every horse in your barn. We'll see you soon at your favorite DMB Supply. Well, Cody, now that we're back, let's talk about the Braun Brothers reunion that's coming up August 9th through 11th in Chalice, Idaho. How long has this been going on? Well, it's right around 35 years. They did the first Braun Brothers reunion about 30, 30 years ago, and that was in Chalice, Idaho. And that was just a chance for my dad and brothers to kind of get back together with a lot of people that they played with. And, and so they did it and had a great time. And then they started doing uh, concerts up at the park in Stanley, Idaho, shortly after that, I think the year after that. And then they, they skipped a year here and there, but we did it one year where we toured around Idaho and kind of brought the festival around to some different towns. And, and then we landed in Stanley for about 10 or 12 years and then moved it to Chalice about 15 years ago. And it's been down there ever since. And, uh, it's just a, it's a wonderful time of the year for us, especially to get out of Texas and get out of the heat and for people down in the lower lands to get up into the mountains and come hang out by the river and, and uh, cool off a little bit. And did, did I read it correctly that you guys play on a stage that was built by your family? Not necessarily. We, we, the people in Chalice built the stage for the festival. Oh, okay. okay. When we, uh, when, when we moved to, from uh, Stanley to Chalice, they were really excited to have the festival move there, so they they built us our own stage. Oh, awesome! Very cool. Well, so who yeah. should who should attend? I mean, is this adults only? Families can they bring their kids? I mean, who should come to the festival? Oh, it's all ages, lots of families. You know, people have been coming to this thing for ten, twenty plus years, so it's really become a family reunion for a lot of different people. You know, people that bring their kids, and now their kids are bringing their kids, and. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's pretty funny to have seen the whole thing from the beginning start up, you know, when we were little kids, barely, you know, old enough to hobble up on stage and sing a song or two. And, and now, you know, Mickey just had a, had a, had a little girl earlier this year. So it's pretty wild to see all our friends, you know, having kids and, <laughs> and uh, everything's coming full circle. Absolutely. And, and for folks who want to bring their dogs, I understand there's uh, some care for dogs while you're there as well. There's a kennel in Chalice um, that does take dogs. It's a great place run by some friends of ours. You can get all that info on the website, but we do not allow dogs at the at the festival itself. And it's pretty, you know, obviously too hot to leave them in the car. Right. And, uh, we recommend that you either leave them at home or, or kennel them there with our friends in Chalice. Okay. Yeah, I'd seen that on your site that if folks wanted to bring their dogs, there was a place they could put them up while they're out enjoying your music and, and everybody else's. Now, when folks come up to Chalice, where do they usually stay? Do they hotel it? Do they camp? All of the above? What What's the atmosphere there? 
it's uh, the majority is camping. Uh, we've got a lot of great spots around town. Pretty much, you know, we take over the whole town of Chalice and you know, there's camping at the baseball field and RV spots at the rodeo grounds. And there's several pretty large camping areas right on the festival grounds. And those, you know, usually spill up and sell out pretty fast. Same with there's some RV parking on on the festival grounds, but most of those are reserved a year in advance. So you kind of have to kind of plan in advance if you want to be right on top of everything. But there's plenty. I mean, we're surrounded by national forest and there's lots of lots of campgrounds and places to to find a find a place. And like I said, there's lots of stuff. If you go to the Chamber of Commerce, uh, Chalice Chamber of Commerce website, they've got recommendations of what's still available and where you can go. And and then we have free shuttles that pick up at a lot of the campgrounds and uh, hotels. There's only a few hotels in town and they're like, again, kind of sold out a year in advance. Uh, there's only 200 motel rooms in town. So it's the majority of the people come and camp out. And in addition to all the great music, what kind of, are, are there other activities and things like that are going on as well? Well, we just kind of let everybody do their own thing uh, during the afternoons or early, early mornings and afternoons. We do uh, doors at three o'clock on, on Thursday and Friday and then doors at noon on Saturday. So, you know, for those people that get up there early, a lot of them head to the river. You know, there's the golf course right there. Uh, there's a fish pond for kids. There's, uh, you know, lots of shops and restaurants and stuff downtown in Chalice. And, you know, so everybody just kind of choose your own adventure during the day. And once you're in the festival, everybody just stays there. We only have one stage. So once you set up your chairs and blankets, you don't have to move around. You don't have to run around from stage to stage. It's uh-huh. just one-stop shopping and we have food and beers and wine and uh you know merchandise yeah. and all that stuff but it's pretty simple simple deal all right cody let's take another quick break and we'll be right back everybody things are heating up around here at dnb you'll see why when you check out our wide selection of high performance stoves from Harmon, quadrifier and heat later eco choice these classic pellet and wood burning stoves light up your hearth and home They give you even heat and easy maintenance with craftsmanship that stands the test of time and really stands out. So swing on by D&B Supply and see how Harman, Quadrifier, and Heatilator EcoChoice stoves can warm up your home. When you need to ride with trust, loyalty, honesty, and high-performing gear, ride with Weaver Leather, available at DMB Supply. For work, trail, and competition, Weaver Leather handcrafts original designs with the horse person in mind. Handcrafted in the U.S. for more than 40 years, you'll find innovative designs, skilled craftsmanship, keen attention to detail, and only the finest materials in every Weaver Leather product. To ride tall in the saddle, stop by your favorite D&B supply for Weaver Leather. All right, everyone, we are back with Cody Braun, and we're talking all about the 2018 Braun Brothers reunion taking place August 9th through August 11th in Chalice, Idaho. How many different acts will be there this year? Well, we have uh, five acts on uh, Thursday and Friday, and then I think Saturday we have six. So it's a heck of a lineup this year. We've got Thursday starts off with our buddies Jeff Crosby and the refugees. They're from uh, Donnelly, Idaho. Good friends of ours. They're just down here in Texas, played with us at Green Hall this weekend. Okay. And then uh, some friends of ours from North Carolina, American Aquarium, really good kind of rock and roll Americana band. And then our buddy Cody Canada and the Departed, good friend of ours from here in Texas, had a band called Cross Canadian Ragweed for years. 
and then uh, our friend Ned Ledoux, the son of Chris Ledoux, the late Chris Ledoux, mm-hmm. uh, great you know cowboy country uh, singer and great band. So they'll be playing, and then uh, Mickey and the Motor Cars, my little brother's band, uh, closes out that night. And that's on Thursday. Friday, we've got Jason Eady and Courtney Patton from here in Texas. Really great, you know, kind of country, old school country sound. Really great players and singers and writers. And then our friend Rosie Flores is going to be there this year. And uh, parts of mostly Reckless Kelly will be backing her up for her set. Mm -hmm. And she does kind of rockabilly rock and roll. So that'll be really fun. And then Corb Lund is another uh, friend of ours from Alberta, Canada, who does mostly his own stuff, really kind of souped up cowboy country, just really cool Americana stuff. Corb's great and has been there several times. And then uh, our friends Asleep at the Wheel, if everybody knows them from Texas, been mm-hmm. they've been doing a Western Swing for you know over 50 years. So those guys are just amazing and looking forward to having them. And then closing out that night is the Turnpike Troubadours. And those guys are just killing it right now. They just recently sold out Red Rocks and... Uh, you know, they're, they're just traveling all over the country and, yep. and really making a big splash. And then let's see, Saturday starts out with a set with the Braun family. We always just kind of kick that off with like a guitar bowl and my, my dad and uncles and all of us and friends get up and do a, do a set. And then uh, my brother and I and a couple other guys from the motor cars and and our band are going to back up Bruce Robeson, who's written, you know, tons of hit songs for George Strait and uh, the Dixie Chicks and several other people. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's great. So we're going to be backing him up. And then our friend Susie Boggess, um, she's just awesome. Uh, it's been around for a long time, had mm-hmm. that huge hit someday soon and was, you know, had a huge career in the, in the 90s with country, the country scene and. Then uh, some other friends from Texas, Mike and the Moon Pies. These guys are pretty brand new. It's their first uh, time to the reunion, but they're really making a big splash. Uh, Rolling Stone has been uh, raving about them and their new records, so they'll be up there. And then our buddy Robert Rokeen, everybody knows him. He's uh, going to be up there for the third or fourth time, I think. And um, he really kind of got us started. Um, he took us out on the road when we first moved to Texas, took Reckless Kelly to east coast for the first time and out to the west coast and really helped introduce us around to you know people in texas and and you know coast to coast so he's been a a huge mentor and friend of the band and our family for a long time and then uh our band reckless kelly will close out the night and we'll call it another year (laughs) awesome that sounds like an incredible incredible three days Uh, and again that's august 9th 10th and 11th in Chalice, Idaho. And and let's take another quick break, Cody. And when we come back, I got to find out uh, what it's like to bring all these people up to somewhere beautiful like Chalice. All right. Sounds good. The chicken or the egg? D&B knows what comes first. It's Neutrina NatureWise Layer Chicken Feed, which leads to both a healthier chicken and fresh, hard-shelled eggs. With over 90 years of experience raising healthy poultry, Neutrina NatureWise gives your hens wholesome, natural nutrition they can sink their beaks into. Free-range and home-raised flocks gobble this expertly designed and formulated layer feed in pellets and crumbles. So flock to your favorite D&B supply to pick up a bag of Neutrina NatureWise Layer Chicken Feed for balanced nutrition. We love George Strait for more than his music. After 56 number one singles, George is still a family man and a real cowboy. That's why we love him, and that's why he wears nothing but Wrangler. 
The George Strait Cowboy Cut Collection by Wrangler has a huge selection of styles a cowboy can be comfortable wearing anywhere. So head to your favorite D&B supply and try the George Strait Cowboy Cut Collection by Wrangler. Long live cowboys. All right, Cody. Well, I've got to ask. I mean, Chalice is such a beautiful place. It's got to be a thrill to bring your friends all the way from across the country and show them Idaho and these unbelievable canyons and and the rivers and and all of that. How do you convince folks to come this far? Man, you know, I mean, mom and dad started this thing so long ago. They they just started getting people up here that we really liked listening to and and or friends that you know we met down along the way. And you know, once once people kind of see it. It's it's been really easy to get people to come up. Honestly, you know we we have a waiting list of about three years of people that you know want to come that you know we have on the list to try and get up here. So uh, you know I think with social media and the internet where people can kind of go and look at pictures and see how much fun everybody's having, it's really been uh, harder to turn people away than than to get them to come up. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. And and how do you how do you pick? I mean, if that if that's the case, how do you decide who you want to invite? Well, you know, a lot of it is just scheduling where the bands might be at that time of year. If they already have something on the books, if they're going to be out this way already, it's it's pretty challenging. Um, with our you know one stage operation, you know, there's only five slots a day, so it's it, it gets a little difficult because we have you know bands that we have every year you know, that are the Braun family, Reckless Kelly, Mickey, the motor cars, Cody Canada has been there every year for the last, gosh, 10 years or more. And people that we try to get in and then we always try to introduce new people. And then there's acts like Robert Keene that we want to get back that people want to see again. And Mm -hmm. so people kind of have their favorites and we try and get as many of those in there and bounce them around every other year. And it's, it's challenging, but usually it comes down to scheduling more than anything. Now, as I was going through the website, it talked about four different types of music that are going to be represented at the reunion. Americana, Texas Country, Red Dirt, and Bluegrass. What are the differences between those four? Well, uh, Bluegrass is, you know, banjos and mostly acoustic uh, music, you know, old school, Uh kind of more acoustic Appalachian style. I mean, there's many different styles of Bluegrass, but it's usually, you know, more acoustic based uh, where the Texas country and red dirt stuff usually is a little more songwriter based, you know, song, you know, based around the songs. And then there's also a little more, can be a little more on the rock and roll side of things. So they kind of blend to the country with the rock and roll and the songwriting. And, you know, then, you know, we, we've always considered our stuff just to be kind of Americana, which, you know, is all of that stuff kind of falls into, you know, it's, uh, a little bit of blues, a little bit of rock and roll, a little bit of country. So we kind of live under that that umbrellas more than anything. I think the Americana title, if you got to put a title on it, it's more and more blurred these days. When you ask somebody what kind of music they listen to, they they say everything <laughs> right. almost every time. So <laughs> you know, now that everybody's you know got access to everything, they listen to everything. So. I, I think you know we definitely kind of tend to stick more in the country bluegrass. And then, you know, I would say old school rock and roll, you know, blues type stuff. You know, you're not going to hear any Marilyn Manson at the reunion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that probably wouldn't go over well, you know, with the townsfolk of Chalice. But we also, I mean, we're not, I mean, country's become such a dirty word too. It's, I mean, <laughs> what you hear on country radio these days is not country music to me, you know. I mean, yeah. It's, 
it's hip hop, hip hop with banjos instead of <laughs> you know drum tracks. So we're we're not that that either. You know, there's several country music festivals around that that do that stuff and kind of provide that. And you know, we've always really been drawn to the the songwriters and the musicianship and stuff where it's it's real. You know, songs about real stuff. You know, players that are playing real stuff. Mm-hmm. Really good musicians. You know, a lot of the the country acts you see out there now are they're playing to tracks. You know, their 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 harmony vocals are all tracks. The drums are all tracks. You know, some of the solos are tracks. It's it's the era we live in where you know they've they've tried to make everything perfect in the studio, and so then to translate that to the crowd, they have to make it perfect on stage. And you know, there's no way humans are not perfect. So right. You know, you lose a lot of the reality, I think, with a lot of those bands. Um, and I don't know, it, it seems like a lot of them are overproduced and or just produced for a certain demographic. You know, there's about trucks and songs and, or trucks and dirt roads and girls. And it's kind of the same stuff over and over where I think the Americana scene is a little deeper. You can sit and really get a story song and and hear some real soul behind mm-hmm. what's being laid down as opposed to something that's just being put out there to appeal to the masses. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that's why it's growing so much. People really identify with Absolutely. it and that, that pendulum has kind of swung back to that. Don't you think? Absolutely. And I think people are tired of the same old, same old stuff that they're hearing on, you know, quote unquote, on country radio, you know, it's like, that Texas red dirt and, you know, Americana is filling that gap of, you know, people that want to hear real songs from real people and about stuff that they can relate to. Cody, let's take another commercial break and we will be right back, everyone. Tailgating season's here and D&B Supplies got just the generator to run your stuff. The Honda EU2000. Uh, the EU2000 is excellent for tailgating because it's super quiet. So generally you're in a parking lot with a lot of other people they get irritated if you've got a real loud generator. So that's one of the biggest things. And then of course you can fill the tank up and generally it's gonna last all the time that you're out there tailgating. The Honda EU2000, available at D&B Supply. Say you were to ride off into the sunset. Ideally, what kind of boots and clothes would you be wearing? For horseback riders of all styles, nothing beats the look and performance of Ariat. Available at DMB Supply. Everyone from famous rodeo cowboys to country music legends to equestrian Olympians. Turn to Ariat with confidence. You can count on them too. Think of Ariat as your ultimate riding companion for the life and times in the West. When you need to better outfit your ride with Ariat, stop by your favorite DMB Supply. Welcome back, everybody. Today we've got on Cody Braun, and we're talking all about the 2018 Braun Brothers reunion in Chalice, Idaho that takes place August 9th through August 11th that DNB Supply is proud to be a new sponsor of. I'll indulge myself here for a second and ask you a question because you're an expert on this, but I remember back in the 80s and specifically with rock and roll when I was a kid growing up and we're all listening to all this stuff and and we started listening to heavy metal back then and I'm, I'm talking I'm like 11, 12 years old. I lived out in the middle of nowhere in the Central Valley of California and uh, all these kids are listening to this really heavy stuff. But then all of a sudden, it went this really far direction. And, it, and it's just like you're talking about, just like mass producing stuff that we would buy. And then, boom, out of that comes this grunge movement out of the Pacific Northwest, kind of back to the roots, back to just being raw and underproduced, if that's the right word. And it seems like with country music, 
we, we're going through the same cycle, but just about 20 years later. A- am I hitting that right? Absolutely. Yeah, I think you're exactly right. It's refreshing, you know. I mean, it's we see a lot of younger kids out at our shows these days, which is awesome, you know. And usually it's kids of fans that have been coming out to see us since they discovered us in college or whatever, you know. So it's, it's really cool to see the younger generation embracing this music. And it's kind of funny, you know. It's almost like, you know, when you were a kid, you listened to heavy metal to rebel against your parents and now kids are listening to Mumford Sons to rebel against their parents who are listening to ACDC you know? <laughs> well that's true I've got it all all on you know these iPhones are incredible I go down the road and I've got all my music with me just right there at my fingertips it's a lot different than it used to be but now my my daughter looks at me funny because I've got this strange conglomeration of ACDC and Van Halen and uh and you guys and you know Turnbike Troubadours and Cross Canadian Ragweed and all this this all thrown together on there and they're all in one playlist and she doesn't know what's going on <laughs> well, that's good <laughs> I love it I think uh I think it's fun you know I mean it's been a really real challenge for musicians and artists to figure out the music business you know in the last 10-15 years because it's literally changing every year and you know with Spotify and all the streaming sites and you know, just all the drastic changes that have, that have happened, you know, we've had to reinvent how we do it and how we, you know, pay for records and how do we continue doing what we do mm-hmm. now that music is essentially free, you know, people aren't buying $15 CDs anymore yep. and you can't get on the radio because Clear Channel owns everything and they dictate who gets on and who doesn't. And it's definitely a, a time of change. And, you know, when that, that happens, people go to the, the underground stuff that, you know, is out there and, there's so much great music there when is. you start digging and you kind of get bouncing around and mm-hmm. finding all this new stuff. And you just kind of have to embrace the new technology and, you know, find ways to make it work for you and, and keep moving ahead. So one follow-up question with you, I've got to ask you, is there a group of musicians? Is there a band? Is there, is there anybody more identified with Idaho than the bronze? Well, Nikki Six is from Moscow. <laughs> <laughs> well, since this is the first time Back I'm hearing that, goal. I'm going to say no to Nikki Six. <laughs> oh, you know, I don't know. There's so many great musicians in Idaho. People we grew up around, Pino Bennett and John Hansen and Steve Eaton and Belinda Bowler and Rosalie Sorrells and just uh, a ton of people that are up there playing music now. And, you know, we're lucky to get to be part of it and, and to be able to come back and you know, Idaho has always been our, our home, you know, even though we live in Texas, most of us have places up in Idaho that we come to all the time. And it's always, like I said, it's always going to be home and we're just always glad to see all our friends and, and still get to be part of it. Well, I know that the 2018 Braun Brothers reunion is going to be fantastic. Thank you so much for coming on today, talking to us all about it and uh, love your music. Can't wait to see you guys again. Thank you for you guys and everything you do. We appreciate it. We'll uh, see you up in Chalice. Thank you all for joining us today, and here is to you and your pursuit of the country lifestyle, however you define it. For the DNB Show, I'm Matt Breckwald. <laughs>